So we're glad that you're here. We know that you will be blessed. You that are watching live, we welcome you. You that are listening, amen. And even those that will watch the replay of this, your life will be touched and changed and transformed. Amen. Hallelujah. Who just senses the anointing in this place this morning? Praise the Lord. We get into the presence of God. We have to stay in His presence. Amen. amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You know, I'm reminded, I'm reminded of a story. Amen. And this is a true story about Napoleon. Who's ever heard of Napoleon? Yes. I'm talking about Napoleon Bonaparte, not dynamite. Amen. <laughs> and so Napoleon Bonaparte, an awesome story, and I was just reminded of it this morning. And I just want to share this with you, you that are watching, you that are, are listening, everyone that's here, is we have to be like this story in many, many ways as believers. But Napoleon Bonaparte was recognizing and a young officer was being decorated with a medal of war. That's the highest honor that you could receive is this medal of war. And as Napoleon was presenting it to this young officer, he asked the young officer, what do you want? And without hesitation, the young officer said, remember that island in the Mediterranean Sea that we conquered and won? Give me that island. And Napoleon, without hesitation, said, it's yours. And all the other generals and officers that were standing around him said, how can you give that island to this young officer? You know how strategic that island is. You know how important that island is. You knew the, the battle that we had to go through and fought to get that island. How can you give it to this young officer? And Napoleon said, because he honors me in the magnitude of his request. Amen? It wasn't just a little request. Could you give me some bring or give me some little home? Give me that island. It was a big request. And Napoleon said, he honors me in the magnitude of his request. Church, are we, honor, are we honoring God in the magnitude of our request? Or are we asking him for cheeseburgers off the dollar menu? Are we asking him for little, for little things, amen? Or are we going to ask him for big things, church? It's time, amen, amen. to honor God with the magnitude, with the big request, with the things, amen, that seem impossible, but when we get God involved, all things become possible. Amen? amen. As a matter of fact, if it's possible for you to do it, why does God need to get involved? If you can do it in your own ability, come on church, amen? Right, right. If you can do it in your ability, if, it's, if you're capable of doing something, I want to ask you, is it really then of God? Can God, come on, you know what I'm saying? If you can do it in your strength, why would God need to get involved? But it is when you exercise your faith. Amen? When you realize that it's something bigger than you, then you know it's God. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Amen. Obviously, it's got to line up with the Word of God. Amen? You can't just go off and do things that don't line up with what God has told you and what He's told you in His Word. Right. Amen? Indeed. I mean, some woman says, well, God says that's my husband. But he's married. That's, 
that that's not your husband. Amen? I mean, you know what I'm saying? People are get, get flaky about this stuff. People get just, but it's got to line up with God's word. You know what I'm saying? Amen? Amen. So we've got to get to where we're beginning. Amen, church? To once again, even in America, to ask God for big things, we've got it too easy here. That's what it is. I think everybody's just too comfortable. Everybody's got it too easy. You know, there's this hyper grace and grace, 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 and everybody is under grace. And everybody, yes, we are under grace. But grace does not give you a license to sin. It's not like 007 had a license to kill. Amen, church. You can respond. Hallelujah. Are you here this morning? Yes. Now, love at the wrong church. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. But you, you see what I'm saying is we've got, that's where we've got to get involved. That's where we've got to exercise our faith. And that's where much of the church has just gotten complacent. Amen. Yes. Isn't Absolutely. that right? Yes. Very the much. body of Christ. So it's so easy when you see things happening the way they're happening. Right. It's a reflection of the church. But the church needs to take a stand. And we take a stand for righteousness. We take a stand. We need to remember and never forget this nation. The United States of America was birthed, was formed, was created out of a hunger and a desperation to worship God freely. Amen? And we're not going to stop. That is the foundation of this nation and we will make sure that this nation worships freely again. Amen? Hallelujah. Amen. Amen to that. So I'm not trying to bring judgment to anyone. It's just that's where your temperature is. And I think that's really what we look at today. Amen? We look at where if you know what? That's what I'm minister on today. Amen? Hallelujah. I'm minister, I'm going to minister along the lines of the fire of God. Amen? And being carriers of the fire. You know, you cannot carry anything you don't got. That's right. Mm -hmm. Amen, church? Amen. If right. you ain't got it, you cannot carry it. That's right. Is that right? That's right. Hallelujah. And so, but I will say this before I really get into the message and get into the word. I'm going to open, before I get into the message, I'm going to pray. But I want to say this. We've got two petitions going to the White House, and we want you to get involved. We'll make sure we put those in the link, or at least in the replay, there'll be the links to those petitions. One is for protecting the free exercise of religious rights, and the other one is about ending the shutdown of our economic system and opening everything back up. Amen? But we want you to get involved. You see, the thing is, many believers, we have the Word of God. But if you do not get into the Word of God, read it, understand it, have a revelation of it, and begin to walk in it, then do you really have it? It's not until we receive knowledge and then we do something with that knowledge, which is actually where wisdom comes in. Amen? That's applied knowledge. Wisdom is applied. We're applying that to our lives, to a situation. Amen? But we're not looking for the wisdom of man. Hallelujah. But to the wisdom of God. And so, that's what we're saying. We are exercising our first amendment rights to freely worship God, to speak, to assemble, to print, to, amen, to, petition. to distribute, and to petition the government, amen, amen, with a redress of grievances. And we've got a grievance right now with the government. Boom. That you would shut the church's doors 
that you would close them, lock them up. It is wrong. And so we're asking every, every single person watching this, we'll put the links, sign the petition, share it with others, get involved. We're just simply exercising our First Amendment rights. Amen? Amen. Amen. So look, if they're going to take away our First Amendment rights, or try to limit them, or hinder us in any way, then guess what? We need to exercise all of them. Amen? Yes. Every bit. How do you overcome the devil? By the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Amen? Yes. Amen. And every single one of us has a testimony. Yes. And we have the blood of the Lamb that washed us, but also protects us. And so this is just going to be a testimony, amen, of what God is doing. These governors that get out there, these wicked governors, that get, if you say, what part of the service is this? I thought you were going to start the sermon. This is the sermon, amen? <laughs> That's right. Actually, I'm just saying hello, but it's part of the sermon, amen? But here's the important thing is when you see these wicked governors that are saying, God didn't do it. The reason that the numbers are down, that God didn't do it, Faith didn't do it, that they did it. Woe unto you that would not give God the glory. Because he deserves and he should get every bit of glory. Amen. Hallelujah. Give God the glory and give him the criticism too. He gets everything. Don't take it upon yourself. Don't take the offenses. Amen. People, well, there's many churches, and I talk to pastors, that are under attack by other pastors. Yes. I know a church right here in South Texas that they open their doors and he suspects that the church beside him that's right next to him called the police and the police showed up at his church. Yes. Can you imagine? Because that guy, the other church was so cowardly and so afraid that he would call. You know, that's what it says. It says, brother will turn against brother. Father would give up their son. Come on, that's what we're seeing. I mean, is this not what prophecy declares or the word of God declares is what we're seeing? We're seeing it. Amen. So get ready. Hallelujah. More than anything, you've got to be ready. And that's why today I felt so strongly in my heart, in my spirit, to minister on the fire of God. Because you are carriers of the fire. And if you don't have the fire, you're going to get it today. Amen. If you don't have the fire of God, if you don't have the anointing of God, amen, you're going to grab a hold of it today. Look, I can talk about it, I can preach it, I can teach it, but it's not delivered really in any of those ways. You can't get it, amen? That's right. Other than catching it for yourself. Amen? The anointing is not taught, it is caught. And as today, you press in, you catch this, amen? And I'm going to remind you of a great scripture that says, Heaven suffereth violence, and the violent take it by force. You've got to take it. If you want it, you're going to have to take it, church. Amen? Amen. You that are watching and listening, if you want it today, you're going to have to take it. You're going to have to grab it. Amen? Grab a hold of the things of God. Do not just sit idle. Amen? Amen. And sit quiet. So true. But grab this today. Amen? Amen? And then you'd be like that story about Napoleon Bonaparte's young officer. That we would be like that young officer. That we would honor God. Napoleon was not God. Maybe he wanted to be. He was an emperor. Amen? We understand that he did some things that we maybe don't necessarily agree about with and agree of. But I agree with the young officer. 
yeah. and said, give me that island. Amen? Amen. And that honored Napoleon with the magnitude of his request. Let us honor God. Amen? The true and living God. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The God of Elijah. The God of Moses. The God of Abraham. And guess what? That is my God. That is your God. He is a living God. Amen? Hallelujah. And you can grab a hold of it today. And you can begin to ask God for some big things. And honor Him in who He is. Amen? He is not a little God. And He is not a man that He would lie. Whatever you would ask. That's why I hope that scripture very very dear to my heart, even as we travel on the road. I, we, we held on to the scripture that said, count the cost. Who knows? Amen? God says, count the cost. Amen? But what I found out is that when I would count the cost, who's been there? You count the cost. You look and you know the price is great. It's going to cost a lot. It's going to be more than really what you have or could ever give. Amen? Amen. But God, hallelujah, but God, I realize that you count the cost when you realize it's great, it's too, it seems too big and too impossible. That's when you know it's God. Amen? That's when you know it's God. And let get God involved in everything that you do. Amen? Amen. So go with me to 1 Corinthians 2, and then we're going to pray. Amen? 1 Corinthians 2, verses 4 and 5. Hallelujah. Are you with me out there, everybody? Yeah. Amen. Amen. Even out there on the internet, as we stream this message, God's going to impact your life. But let's pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, that you handpicked us to live in such a time as these days. These are unprecedented times. But we serve a powerful, mighty God. All power, all knowledge, all wisdom, everything, Lord God. Hallelujah is in your power. And that means we are in your hands, Lord God. And we thank you that you would handpick us to live in this day, in this hour. That you would bring upon the church, Lord God. Even as now there's a separation between the wheat and the tares. That the wheat is going to rise up and you would use them in this final hour, Lord God. I believe we are in the last of the last of the last days. And that, Lord God, you are... You've already poured out your spirit on the day of Pentecost. It said, in the last days you would pour out your spirit. You poured out your spirit on the day of Pentecost. And today, Lord God, we have an expectation that you will move in the hearts of men and women, in our families, across this nation, across the nations of the world, but that you would use us, that we would not remain silent, that something would happen on the inside of people today if they would catch this message. That, Lord God, they would be carriers of your anointing, carriers of the fire of God. They would no longer sit idle, but they would rise up in the power and authority of Jesus Christ given to them. And we thank you, Lord God, that even from today, this message and what happens here will have far-reaching effects in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Let me hear a better amen. 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 Come on. Hallelujah. So who made it there? 1 Corinthians. Amen? 1 Corinthians 2. Jesus. Grab a hold of this morning. Amen? Amen? 1 Corinthians 2, 4 through 5 says, And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit 
of men, but in the power of God. Amen? Thank God for that. It's not in our words or some enticing words. You know, it's really, and that's the thing is, many people's ministries are built on something different than God's word and his anointing. Amen? Amen. They're built on other things like personality. Amen? Ministries are not built on people's personalities. You can have a bubbly personality, a friendly personality, and a lot of people might be attracted to that. But I love the way that Paul says it here. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words. Amen? Look, I'm not here to entice you this morning. I'm not here to tickle your ears this morning. Amen? Amen. I'm not here to give you some motivational speech. I'm not a motivational speaker. You might be motivated to get up off your t-shirt. Amen? And I pray that you are. But I'm not here just to motivate you. Amen? I'm here that something happens inside you. Amen? Amen. That gets set ablaze. Hallelujah. It is not about just the touch. It's what you do from the touch. Amen? Many people are looking for a manifestation of the goosebump. It's not just a manifestation of a goosebump of what your feelings or emotions might be, but it is a manifestation of you getting up, taking God's power, carrying His anointing, carrying His fire to a lost and dying world, a world that is in trouble and hurting. A world that we're in the very state of Indiana alone. Isn't that right, Mark? Where there's suicide, crisis hotline, Went from a thousand calls a day to over twenty-five thousand calls a day. Overwhelmed. You don't think that people are hurting and desperate? Get ready, church. It's your hour, and it's time to rise up. If you're in Indiana and you hear this, pastors, ministers, evangelists, get up, get out there where the people are. Amen. Do whatever it takes. That's why they're trying to to. to Tie the hands of the church. Right. And this is a direct result of it. Where you can have a thousand people, which is bad enough, a day that are calling and crying out for help. That are contemplating suicide. To over 25, where they're overwhelmed. 25,000 calls a day. I tell you, it's a direct reflection that the church, this hand, have been tied, and really, many of the church's hands have not been tied. They just surrendered everything. That's it. Easily. Well, even, just easy. That's the worst part. And that's the thing that's happening is that people Especially are hurting and desperate. And who else is going to help them? You cannot depend upon natural things, natural means. Amen? Alone. There is a spiritual side to this. Amen? And that's the responsibility of the church. Not just to meet people's natural needs, physical needs, but their emotional needs, as well as spiritual needs. Amen? It is the full all. Amen? Because you have to realize every single person is a spirit. Amen? They are not just a talking head. They're not just a body. Amen? But they are a spirit that has a soul, which is your mind, will, and emotions. That live in a body. And church, it's time, amen, to see every single believer begin to now use and walk in the anointing God has given them, amen? Mm -hmm. But you can't use anything you don't got. 
Amen? You've got to grab a hold of it for yourself. That's why. But I'm just giving you the numbers because you can see it's a direct relationship with the church not doing anything or the church being shut up or quieted or silenced. And then you see the numbers. Not just, if it just says double. You understand? That's, that is 25 times over. Amen? Not just double or triple. But you can see the, the people that are hurting. Amen? There are people that are hurting. That's just in the end. Think about all over this nation. Think about all the people that have relapsed. Because they've been isolated. And so now they relapse into alcoholism. Into drugs. Into all the other things that are going on. Right? And don't even get me started thinking about all now the kids that are forced into homes that where domestic violence is there. Where they spent their time on the basketball courts and the playgrounds that are shut down across America. Thank you very much. For, because at home, domestic violence is now up. You understand? Where they played on the playground and stay away from home where they would be beaten. It sounds like I'm on a soapbox here. I'm not. I'm simply telling you the truth and it's time. Enough is enough. But enough is enough of the church sitting around idle and not doing anything. You are not powerless, church. You have power. You have authority given to you. Given to you by Jesus Christ, the head of the church. And it's time to start walking in it, church. That's what I'm saying. Amen. It's time to carry the anointing. Carry the fire of God. Amen. And you can see Paul saying, I don't come with, I'm not here with enticing words. I'm expecting a manifestation of God's power that would happen today and that would go across this nation. Amen. That's why I come against suicide in the state of Indiana or any other state. Suicide, you have a name and you must bow to the name of Jesus. So I break suicide and anybody that would be contemplating it, anybody that would be depressed, anybody that would have fear, I break that off your life in Jesus' name. Right now. Amen. And even now, Praise as that thing leaves, something else is going to come. It's the anointing of God. And it is a holy boldness that will come on you even right now. No more being chicken, church. Amen? God did raise up a bunch of spaghetti-laid Christians that are spineless. It's time to have a spine, church. It's time to grow up. Amen? Amen. Put on your big boy pants. My goodness. Man up. Man up is right. But thank God we are not alone in this world. Amen? Hallelujah. God has sent forth the Holy Ghost into the world. You know, the awesome thing is Jesus Christ was God's gift to the world. But the Holy Ghost is God's gift to the church. Amen? That's right. And so it's time, church. Amen? But the Holy Ghost was sent into the world to be what? To be our helper. To be our comforter. To be our strengthener. Our advocate. Amen? Look, he has the basis and then some. Amen? He has everything covered. The Holy Ghost. But we've got to trust him. We've got to turn to him. We've got to know him. Amen? Because he is still today, amen, moving upon the earth. And he's looking for those that he can move through. If you want to know, how can I be used by God? Yield to the Holy Ghost. Amen. Yield to the Holy Ghost. 
Yield to God's plan, not your plan. Amen? And see, it's the Holy Ghost that will reveal God's plan to you. Amen? Amen. Have you ever been in sports? You understand that the coach has a game plan. Amen? God has a game plan for you. And it is the Holy Spirit that will teach you that game plan. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lamb of God. It says that the Holy Ghost says that no man teach you, but the Holy Ghost teach you. Amen? You see, because there's a game plan that God has for each and every one of us. Amen? And it is the Holy Spirit that will reveal that plan and empowers us to fulfill whatever is in that plan. Amen? Did you grab a hold of it? That was powerful. I grabbed it today. Amen? Hallelujah. I'm going to grab a hold of that one. But you can see that's why. You're not alone. The Holy Ghost is your helper. Who needs help? Amen? You have a helper. His name is Holy Ghost. Who needs some comfort? The Holy Ghost is your comforter. Amen? Hallelujah. Who needs an advocate? Look, you think you're alone? You think nobody's on your side? You are wrong. The Holy Ghost is on your side. The power of God is on your side. Amen? Who needs strength? Who's ever feel, felt weary? And you feel like you can't make it. And you feel like giving up. The Holy Ghost is your strengthener. He will infuse strength into you. Amen. He will strengthen your very bones. But it's got to come from the inside. If you wonder why your flesh is weak, it's because your spirit is weak. Build up your spirit. The inner man will be built up by the Holy Ghost, by the Word of God, and then you will be strong. Your body will no longer be weak. Your flesh will no longer be weak. Your feelings and emotions will no longer be weak. But you will be strengthened by the very power of God. Amen? And it's the Holy Ghost who's going to do that. Hallelujah. So many people are barely making it through life. So Amen? They barely make it. This is, a, this is what we're seeing. So true. They just seem to drag. Who's ever just dragging through life? Look, you're not going to crawl across the finish line. You're going to win the race. Amen? Amen. Amen. This man was walking along and another man saw him and asked him how he was doing. And he said, well, under the circumstances, you know, under the circumstances, well, well, okay, under the circumstances. And the man asked, well, what are you doing under there? Amen? Have you ever heard that saying? Did you get that? There's a man walking along, and he sees another man on the sidewalk, and he says, well, how are you doing? And the guy says, well, under the circumstances, I'm doing okay. Well, what are you doing under the circumstances in life? What are you doing underneath it? Rise above it. Amen? Give above in circumstances. See, the devil is ordained in heaven to be under your feet. Amen? Not above your head. Is that not right? Right, right. The circumstances are ordained, the situations, the trouble, the hardship, sickness, disease, whatever it is, coronavirus or not, it's under your feet. It's under you. You above it. Amen. You will be the 
of God. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. What do you want to be doing under that? You know, it's like people have these problems and have these, these issues and it's just like, it's like this, it's like a pet. They treat it like a pet. You know what I'm saying? My precious, my precious. Get rid of that thing, my God. Amen? People say, well, I can't say. No. My heart disease. No. Are you kidding me? Yeah, they try Yours? To, they try and own it. Taking it. Yours? Yours? That's how you identify. You identify with cancer. You identify as being cancer? No. You identify with Jesus Christ. Your identity is found in Him and Him alone. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. So you don't identify with that in my cancer. No, that thing is from the pit of hell. It's not from God. And it will destroy you if you own it. Amen? Get rid of it. Hallelujah. Heart disease, diabetes, whatever it is. Oh, this is my... Tell me my goodness. Don't get me wound up this morning. Amen? Come on, no. You know what I mean? Too late. Come on.
Yes, Jesus came 2,000 years ago in the flesh. Amen? But there was a time he needed to go. Hallelujah. And he said, it's expedient that I go. It's advantageous that I go. It's to your advantage that I go. Because if I don't go, Jesus said, then the Holy Spirit will come. Amen? So he went, and the Holy Spirit came to us. Amen? God's gift to the church to empower us. Amen? To ignite us by the fire of God so that the very things in our heart that are holding us back and hindering us shall be burnt up in the fire of God. Amen? Hallelujah. That nothing, nothing of this world, remember, He already conquered it. He rendered it defenseless. Amen? He rendered it that it will not have any effect on your life. But it is that power of God that's working in and through you, church. Amen? That would burn up anything. The fiery fire of God. Amen? That would burn up anything that would hinder you and stop you. Amen? Amen. You understand there's a refining process that every believer needs to go through. Amen? And that's why we need to check our temperature. Like I said, I think I may have prayed this. It just comes back to memory. Amen? About a separation of the wheat and the tares. You know, the thing about it is, what separates this church? Amen? What separates us? You see, it's the fire of God that would come and purge everything in our lives. Amen? That would be not of God. Amen? Hallelujah. And I'll get into that a little bit more later. So we can see, not by human power or might, but by the Spirit of God. Amen? By the Spirit of the Lord. So you, it's not going to be accomplished. Look, you kind of, what can you accomplish in your own strength? Very weird, nothing really. We are extremely limited. And even that's an overstatement. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Without God. Where would you be without God? Where would you be without God? Hate to imagine such a thing. Amen? Some of us, me included, should not even be standing here but God. Amen? You wouldn't even be born. The people in the world think. We've lost our mind. You know, I've said that many times. Amen? And they're right. We have the mind of Christ. Amen? We are not crazy. We are not mental. We simply see through spiritual eyes. Amen? We see through the eyes of the Lord. Hallelujah. Who gives us the ability to see things that maybe aren't natural to others. That's why the world doesn't get it, because it ain't natural to them. That's why they said in the Word that the Holy Spirit is not received by them because they don't know Him. Amen? But we know Him. Hallelujah. When you're born of the Spirit, then you've got the right to receive the fullness of the Holy Ghost. Amen? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Luke 4.1 says, And Jesus being full of the Holy Ghost. Amen? Look, if Jesus needed to be full of the Holy Ghost, how much more do we need to be full of the Holy Ghost? If Jesus needed to be anointed, how much more do we need to be anointed? Amen? They think, well, it's just, you know, by osmosis we're going to do things? Amen. No. It just... Yes, there is an invisible out there. Amen? There is a supernatural spiritual out there, but you'll never be able to tap into it. Never be able to tap into what God has 
Amen? Never be able to see with your spiritual eyes, hear with your spiritual ears, without the Holy Spirit. Amen? The Holy Spirit wants to reveal things to you. Hallelujah. The Lord wants to reveal His plan to you. Acts 10, 38 talks about how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with Holy Ghost and with power. With the Holy Ghost and with power. Who went about doing just little things. Minimal things. Bad things. Does it say that? No. Who went about doing good. Hallelujah. And healing all that were oppressed. Of the devil. For God was with him. Listen church. God is with you. Amen. God is with you. We should be doing the same. Amen. We should be doing the same. God is with us. You see. If you say well if God. I mean. What is the, what is the evidence. That God is with you. That you're doing good. That you're casting out the devil. That you're healing the sin. Amen. Not that you're sitting locking yourself in your bedroom. Been watching Netflix. Amen. And you don't even go to the store. And you, you're afraid to go out. It's a temperature game. It's like a thermometer. Amen. Now is the time more than ever for us to. Look, I'm just talking about. Yeah, I mean, there are certain things that you want to follow and you want to do. But you don't give up your rights. Amen? You don't give up your freedoms. What's the next thing you're going to do? Start making you wear a full burqa? You have to hide your face now? Hazmat suit. You have to walk in a, in a body suit? You have to be, I mean, my goodness. What's the next thing they're going to require you to do? Make it mandatory. Just keep on being quiet. Just keep on obeying. Keep kissing the ring. Amen? And just wait. That might be doing all kinds of stuff. And then you start sending everybody checks. And you're just going to be a subject of the state. You're just going to be a pawn. You're just going to be just an object. A subject of the state. Is that what you want? Just keep them in the head. Just take the money. Just take the money. Just take the little pill. Just drink the Kool-Aid. Wake up, church. Amen? Come on. Wake up, church. Amen. Amen. How God anointed Jesus. God is ready and willing and wanting to anoint you. Amen? Hallelujah. Jesus did what he did because he was full of the Holy Ghost. Amen? Did you hear me? Jesus did what he did because he was full of the Holy Ghost. You see, what we do, and even what we don't do, is because what we're full of. And some people are full of Amen? But they're not full of the Holy Ghost. You know what I'm saying? They're full of something. What are you full of? Amen? What are you full of? Is it doubt? Is it fear? Is it demons? No, no, I'm just saying, are you full of the Holy Ghost? Is it power? Amen? Is it power? So, really, that's the question we should be asking ourselves. What are we full of? I mean, I'm kind of wondering. Yeah, I might have. Well, you're, you're right there, Pastor. I've been, I've been a little, I've been real timid over this thing. Well, you're full of something then. Amen? That's causing you to be timid. Causing you to be doubtful. Causing you to be complacent and compliant. Amen? There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus. You can go read it in John 3, 1 through 2. But there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. 
Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. For no man can do these things, these miracles, that thou dost except God be with him. You see, Nicodemus recognized this man Jesus. He's doing these things. He can only do these things if God was with him. He can only do these things if it was by the hand of God. Amen? Mm -hmm. You know what caused Nicodemus to get out of bed and go find Jesus? You know what caused such an interest and stir inside Nicodemus to go find Jesus? It was the supernatural power of God manifested in the life of Jesus. Amen? It wasn't just Jesus' words. It wasn't what he said. It wasn't his personality at all. Amen? I mean, did his words stir some things? Absolutely. But you see, Jesus manifested for something different. Amen? He manifested something that no one else had manifested. He was manifesting forth the power of God. He was manifesting forth the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen? He was manifesting the very anointing, amen, of God through his life that caused Nicodemus. Wait a minute. This person, this individual, something different. When I get around him, when I hear of him, when something, he is somewhere, something happens that is supernatural because the power of God was being manifested wherever Jesus was present. Amen? You see, wherever you are, is the power of God being manifested through your life. Amen? Where you are, amen? Come on. We are called to manifest forth the power of God through our life. To see people saved, healed, delivered, set free. Bondage and chains be broken. Sickness and disease be broken. Amen? Come on. We're to see demonic forces that has a hold of people's life be broken off their life. Because we manifest forth. You're just looking at the weights. You just look, you're looking at everything. 
Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. That's what I say. If, you don't, if I say something and I repeat it and repeat it and repeat it and repeat it, you know what? Because revelation comes through repetition. Amen? Yes. It's when you want to do it. You know how faith comes? By hearing God's word. Amen? But continually to hear. Amen? That's how faith comes. Yes. So where do you want your faith to go? Do you want your faith to grow? Where do you want your spirit man to be? Weak? Nimble? Just weak? And just pathetic? No. Your spirit man is going to be a reflection of what the time you put into it. Amen? Hallelujah. So don't just go and stand and look at the treadmill, look at the weights, look at the different machines and exercise machines. Come on, it's time to start exercising your faith. It's time to exercise it. Hallelujah. That's not that Bible. Get in, dig in. You will find treasures there. Hallelujah. And then the Holy Spirit will begin to reveal those things to you. And then you're going to get stronger and stronger and stronger. Look, it's no, it's no kidding. Just get around people. Listen to them for 10 seconds and you'll know what's really going on. Amen. It don't take long. You just hear what's coming out of your mouth. Amen. Hallelujah. So very important. So we can see it was the supernatural power of God manifested through Jesus' life. Amen. It's what got Nicodemus' attention. <clears throat> this man's a God. Amen. Let me ask you a question. If you were arrested for being a Christian and they searched in your house for evidence, would they be able to find it? If they looked at your life, would there be any evidence that you're a Christian? Amen? Just a good question about that. It's a good question. Would you be convicted of a Christian? Or would you look like the world? Amen? No, you, you see, this is really about evaluating oneself and one's life. Amen? And that's where I'm not going to get off onto it too much, but that's where even the education system has been broken down, where it went from a religious founded based education with the Bible in school. You understand the Bible, the Holy Bible, Word of God was the first textbook in America. Right. Amen? Right. So you see where now we've digressed so far, gone away so far, where prayer is out of school, the Bible is out of school. You know, all these things. So you see the secularism that has come in. When you go from being religious taught to being secularly taught, you don't think something's going to happen that's going to really affect society? Wake up, church. Wake up, America. Because you see the beauty, at least with religious-based education. And I'll say even more this way, a faith-based Christian education. Amen? Is going to point out something very important in everyone's life. You're really the biggest problem in society. Yes. You. Yes. You need to look at you and fix what's in you. Let God come and change what's in you. Amen? You see, secularism teaches it's your neighbor. It's this person. It's this religion. It's this thing. They point and put the blame on everyone else rather than looking at their, themselves. At least with Christian base, there's a reflection of yourself. Amen? Look, if you can't get yourself fixed, amen? How are you going to fix anything in this world? Hallelujah. See, that's where the difference is. But that's where you can see where things have gone. It's, it's prophesied. This is all the Word of God. I'm not telling you nothing that, that you say. It's the verse. This is the Word of God. Amen? That's what happens is men turn to things, turn to the natural, turn to the natural affections. Don't even get started on that. 
So you can see, amen, that Nicodemus was interested and there was something about Jesus. What was it? The power of God manifested in his life. Amen? Yes. He said, no man can do these miracles. Amen? Look, I want you to listen to this. This is Nicodemus. He said, no man can do these miracles. He said, I'm a theologian. I'm a ruler of the Jews. I'm an expert of religion. But I watched you. This is what he's telling Jesus. Go read it for yourself, the whole thing. It takes some time to do it. And you'll see these very key things I'm pointing out to you. He says, but I watched Jesus. He said, I saw the blind begin to see. I saw the deaf begin to hear. I saw the crippled begin to walk. I saw the demon possessed set free. I saw the miracles and no man can do these miracles except God be with him. Amen? Amen. God is with you. Hallelujah. Yes. But is there an evidence of God being with you? Just saying. I mean, that's really what it's about. Amen? Hmm. Hallelujah. That's a great question. It hasn't changed, church. The world today is hungry for the supernatural and that's when the church denies the supernatural. Amen? Why is the church denying the supernatural? Why are people... See, they'll call the hotline, but they can't even call the church because the church is closed. They'll call the psychic, but they can't even call the church because the church is closed. And you, you understand what I'm saying here? You understand? You see the ramifications of this. When the church just bows their knee. Right. We've got to be like Daniel. We've got to be like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego that will never bow our knee. Amen? Look, they can burn us. They can put us in the fiery furnace. They can put us in the lion's den. But I'm here to tell you what, church, when you rise up in faith, when you don't deny the things of God, when you don't deny His power, hallelujah, but when you rise up in His power, it doesn't matter what they will do and try to do. You've got to realize this. What's amazing is, did God deliver Daniel out of the lion's den? No. He delivered Daniel from the lions in the lion's den. Hallelujah. Yes. Did he deliver Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego out of, out of the fiery furnace? No. He delivered them from the flames in the fiery furnace. You see, we've got to go the whole distance, church. We've got to go the whole way. It's like, you know, people will get up to a certain point or get a certain line and they won't cross it. And that's what's happening. So many have been complacent and compliant. Even now, the governor of Texas has opened up the churches and still people won't do it. They're still having driving services. They're still doing, my goodness, church, wake up. Get with God's program, amen? Get with God, what he wants to do, his plan. Because you can see a lost and dying world out there. But too many people have bowed their knee. They bowed their knee. They heard the, they heard the sound of the music. And they begin to worship the great Ganado. Mm -hmm. Hello, that's why. I don't want to go. I don't want to be persecuted. I don't want to go into the fire. I don't want to go into the lion's den. Are you kidding me, church? Amen. Come on, you got to be the one. That's it. Look, if there was a group of people that came in, and they, even the even whatever it was, I don't even, with machine guns, just say they came in with machine guns. And then they said, you deny Christ, we'll let you live. If you deny Christ, we'll let you live. And they came up with machine guns. You've got to be the one who says, pick me first. Pick me first. I'll never deny him. Amen. Shoot me. Take me out. Do your best, devil. Because guess what? Either God will save you or it won't, but no matter.
believers are scared. They feel threatened. Amen? What did the devil really have to threaten you with? Heaven? Yeah, right. Amen? That's what you have. What, heaven? You mean you, you mean you'll die for your faith? You better believe it. You better be ready to die for your faith. You better be willing to die for your faith. Because what is the devil have? He has nothing. He has nothing. He's going to threaten you with heaven. My goodness. I'll kill you. I go to heaven. It's a win-win. I stay here. I'm used by God. I, I die. I go to heaven. Amen. But see, it just shows people how much of the fire they have, how much of the anointing they have. Because why? They're not willing. They're not willing to give up. They're not willing to sacrifice some things. Amen? Come on, church. Amen? Look, I know where you stand. I know where everybody stands here. We've got a Holy Ghost on fire church. Amen? Amen. But I'm, I'm giving a message out there to people. People that say, I'm tired of this. Why is my church not doing this? Why are people, why? why? They're confused. They don't understand. Look, I'm telling you right now in America, what is happening is a misrepresentation of the true church. Amen? Amen. But I tell you what, it's time to rise up. Amen? It doesn't matter what you're going to do. Take, do your worst. Pathetic devil. You know what? I'll prove that the devil is pathetic, weakless, and harmless. He attacks little babies with diseases and sicknesses that are incurable. But I tell you what, there is no sickness and disease that is incurable because Jesus Christ died for you. Hallelujah. By his stripes. But you see, it's not until. How will they hear, church, if we don't go? Amen? If there is not a preacher sent, if there is not someone to deliver the message, how is the world going to know this? Amen? Hallelujah. God's just looking for someone, church. Amen? God's just looking for you. You that are watching and listening, God is calling you. He is speaking to you. Amen? He's looking for somebody that will go for Him. Hallelujah. As a representative of Him. As an ambassador. You know, I love that that's been used in Scripture. That we are ambassadors of Christ. Amen? Amen. Because you know what the, the thing is? If an ambassador of the United States of America goes to a country and they try to do something or do something against that ambassador, say they kidnap him, the full force Military and all of the United States of America, the weight and the power of the nation of America will go and defend and protect and do whatever it takes to get that ambassador. You see, you have something greater, church, as ambassadors of Christ. You have the backing, the weight of heaven. Amen? The backing and the weight of God, the creator of the universe. Hallelujah. Don't forget that, church. It's almost like people have forgotten who their God is. Amen? But it might be because they don't know God. Amen? Because God says, my people that are called by my name and that know me shall do exploits in my name. Amen? Yes. Hallelujah. My God, what's happened, church? Hallelujah. Your pastor, calm down. Never. Never. Hallelujah. You see, it was the miraculous it was the supernatural power of God that drew him to Jesus. It hasn't changed. Amen? Amen. It hasn't changed. The world today is still hungry and thirsty for it. That's what the hunger. I mean, there's an emptiness. There's a void. There's a void in people's hearts and lives. I don't think I'm going to have time to get more to the fire of God. Maybe next week I'll do that. Actually, I'll, I'll do that. If I'll let you. Amen? It's like I start out one way, but this all applies, you see, because the fire, see, just like Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego, you better get the fire now because you don't want to get the fire later. 
Amen. You want the fire of God now that will come and burn up the dross and burn up the chapel and burn up those things in your life so that then you can be carried to the fire because you don't want the fire later and you definitely don't want hellfire hell and brimstone. Amen? You see, there is a lost eternity out there. Hallelujah. And if they could cry out, and I guarantee you, they are not just crying. They are yelling and screaming and gnashing their teeth. It says in agony. They would say, receive Jesus. I'm going to tell you. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. It hasn't changed. So don't deny the miracles. But it's going to take the fire. God come into your life to burn some things up and arrange, rearrange some things. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. You see, the thing about it is, it's the church that denies the supernatural, the church that denies the power of God, that denies the Holy Ghost, amen, that does what? Deprives the world of what God has. That's right. The church amen. is deprived. The church is, I mean, you see what I'm saying? The church that is deprived and deprives the things of God is depriving the world. Amen? Yes. You see, when the church doesn't rise up in power of the Holy Ghost, doesn't rise up in, in the anointing. I'm talking about everything that the anointing brings with it. You understand. Joy comes with the anointing. Yes. Healing, health comes with the anointing. Salvation, deliverance. You understand? Bondage is destroyed. The yoke of bondage is destroyed because of the anointing. But if the church doesn't rise up and walk in those things, it deprives the world of what God has for them. Amen? Amen. You say, well, how can that be so? Because the church deprived. The church is deprived. That's why. That's why people bow their knee. So, so no longer deprive. Amen? No longer deprive the things of God in your own life. So the world's not deprived of them. Amen? It's one of the hardest things. I'll just tell you as a, as a minister. Who's here has been touched by God? Oh, yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. 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 Don't you want, and you that are watching and listening, who's been touched by God? Don't you want what happened to you to happen to others? Yes. Amen. Amen. Don't you want what's happened to you as you came into the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ? You came into an understanding of Him and who He is and the Holy Ghost and His power. Amen. And the anointing and the fire of God that will come and burn up everything. Burn up the flesh. Burn up everything in your life that's holding you back. The refining fire of God comes to purge you. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Maybe next, next week I'll get more into that. But that would, that's what you want other people to experience. You don't have to live your life as a hot mess. You don't have to live your life in fear. You don't have to live your life this way. You don't have to live your... You can be set free. Because I'll tell you what, what the world has, it leaves people in deep. It, it leaves a void in their heart. But when Jesus comes into your life, hallelujah, that void. I'll tell you what, Jesus satisfies the empty void, that emptiness. Jesus satisfies like nothing of the world could ever satisfy. Hallelujah. You see, Jesus will satisfy your soul. Hallelujah. And that's why many today need to really evaluate and check your heart. Check your temperature. Where are you? Amen. Amen. But that's why the church, I mean, my goodness, it's, 
demonstrate it. Is that not the reality? People read it. People read it. I'll tell you what they're believers or people that call themselves. Pastor Corey can tell you, she knows people. They look at their horoscope every single day, yet they're a good, they're a good Christian. Mm-hmm. No, you're not a good Christian. Because no. you believe in the devil. You're, you're, you actually are getting yourself wrapped up and opened up to the demonic. Bottom line. That's right. Bottom line. And then they wonder why they're a hot mess. But you don't have to stay about this. Amen? You don't have to stay messed up. Amen? And the fact of the matter is, I really do not care. I will not judge you to what got you into the mess. Amen? Or even what the mess is about. I'm here to set you free of the mess. Amen? Amen. You've got a church full of people here to set you free of the mess. Amen? To set you free of the job. To set you free. Amen? That that thing will be broken off your life in Jesus' name. I'm here to set you free today. Amen? Hallelujah. I'm here to judge you. I'm here to loose you, hallelujah, out of that thing. But you've got to make a decision and a choice to get rid of it and let the workings of God operate in your life. Hallelujah. But that's why even the occult, even these different things, that's what I'm saying. It's just, it just amazes me. Why do people turn to those things? Is it have something to do with the church not demonstrating the supernatural power of God? Right. Might it have something to do with that? The church creates a void. You see, because it is in every individual, every person, it's in every single person. There's a, this, this draw, drawing to God. Amen? Drawing to the supernatural. There's something inside. Amen? That they're drawn to. But if the church is not demonstrating the supernatural, the devil is. Is that not right? Yes. And so they're going to go to what might satisfy them. But I'll tell you what, even you that are watching or listening, you've turned to different things. You've gone to the horoscope. You've gone to psychics. You might be even in a cult and don't even know it. Jesus will satisfy the longing of your heart. Jesus will destroy everything in your life that would be hindering you. Amen? Hallelujah. But you've got to surrender your life to Him. Amen? Hallelujah. The world will turn to everything else in search of the supernatural, but the only thing that will satisfy, amen, the only thing that can change lives is going to be when that Holy Ghost and fire comes. Amen? Look, I'll say to you too, believers, you've not been baptized in the Holy Ghost. Today is your day. Amen? Come on. It's, 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 it's time. It's time to be baptized in the Holy Ghost and fire. Jesus needed it. You needed it. Amen? Jesus walked in it. You can walk in it. Amen? Hallelujah. God wants to fill you. Fill you to overflow. Hmm. Man, I really got to sense the anointing this morning. Amen? Hallelujah. God's transforming lives. You're not just going to sit by the wayside. Amen? Come on. You're not just going to sit by the wayside anymore. But that God has raised you up for such a time as this. This is about God's supernatural power. Amen? And this fire is for a purpose. You see, God is an all-consuming fire. His fire is for a purpose. Yes. His anointing is for a purpose. His anointing destroys the yoke. Amen? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. You know, I'm going I'm to pray here a little bit. So don't turn it off. Don't walk away. I'm going to pray with people this morning. Amen? But I'm going to say this. 
But the supernatural power of God, amen, is available to each and every individual. As you've been born again, amen, that power will come so you can be used by God. If you have not come to Jesus, you can come to Jesus and the same supernatural power will be available to you. Amen? And that's really what it's about. That's really what's in my heart. Amen? Because you see, Paul, everywhere he went, he preached, but he said, it wasn't in my the enticing words. I'm not here to tickle your ears. I'm actually not here to make you feel comfortable. I'm not here as a motivational speaker. I'm actually here preaching a message to make you feel very uncomfortable. Amen? So that you would begin to move. You know, Samson caught 300 foxes. And he lit, which is a whole, that's a miracle in itself. Can you imagine? Samson caught 300 foxes and set their tails on fire. Those foxes discovered their purpose. Amen. When their tails were lit on fire, lit on fire, their purpose was to run. Amen. Yes. It was an automatic. Yes. So that's what I'm here to do: is that you don't feel comfortable. Amen. But to actually make you feel very uncomfortable, to feel challenged. I personally do not like even to hear a sermon if I'm not challenged. Because every single time you hear the Word of God, you should be challenged. Right? There's something happening on the inside of you. Faith should be coming alive, and it's not coming alive on you. There's a problem. Amen? So I'm here not to make it all nice and just everybody just smell the roses. This is not just Lily's roses and Everything's sweet. Everything's wonderful. No, I'm here to challenge you, make you feel very uncomfortable. Just like them foxes, amen, that got set ablaze. They did not sit still. They ran. It's time to run, church. It's time to run with the mission that God has called you. Amen? Yes. Whatever that mission, whatever that purpose, whatever that plan, there is a mission. Amen? Amen. I'm reminded of the words of David when he went to go visit his brothers in the trenches when you had a Philistine army and Goliath standing across the field from them mocking God and God's people. And David goes into that situation and says, is there not a cause? Church, is there not a cause today? Is there not a cause to see America turned around? Is there not a cause? Amen? Amen. It's no longer time to be quiet. It's time be set ablaze by the fire of God. And I'm going to pray right now for you. Amen. I'm going to pray that the fire of God comes. You that are hungry and thirsty, you're going to catch it this morning. Amen. Everyone right now, as I begin to pray, just open up your heart to God. Listen, as the Holy Spirit even would come down and touch you in such a powerful way. You're not going to sit idle. You're not going to be silent. You're going to be used by God. Amen. And I believe even from today, you'll write it down. You'll say something happened. Something happened on the inside of me. It was God touching you. This is not about me touching you. This is about God himself, his very hand touching you. And he is going to fill you this morning. He's going to do something in you. 
that will set you ablaze and you'll see everything begin to turn around. Amen? So right now, Lord God, I ask that you would come. Hallelujah. And touch the heart of every single person, Lord God. Touch them in proportion to the hunger and thirst in their hearts, Lord God. There are many that are crying out, Lord, touch me. Lord, use me. Lord, I'm tired of being tired. Lord, I'm sick of being sick. It is time to rise up, church. And Lord, let your fire fall now. Not in enticing words, but in your fire would come right now, Lord, and touch the heart of man. Now, Lord God, even many that today you will take out the stony heart and put in a heart of flesh. Even those that feel numb to the situation. They feel numb to the circumstances. They don't know how to react or what to do. That divine instruction, the divine word of God will be spoken right now into their lives for God. And that every chain of bondage is broken now in Jesus' name. I curse sickness off of people's life. And I tell that sickness, that cancer, that diabetes, to die at the very root in Jesus' name. Just as Jesus, you spoke to the fig tree and you cursed it. I curse things, Lord God, that would be in people's lives that would be not fruit-bearing. But Lord God, they will bear fruit. They will bear much fruit. And that fruit will remain from this day forward, Lord God. That there is a cutting off right now. I just see that in the supernatural. And it's like the hand of God cutting things off as you surrender to Him this morning. Anything that has been holding you back, it would be like something like a chain that would hold you back. You know you've been struggling. You say, I only felt like I could go this far. I only felt like every time there would be something that would stop me. That thing is being broken off your life. That hindrance is being broken. And now, at right now, the fire of God the anointing of God is falling on people all over as they listen to this. Even sitting here right now, everything that's ever hindered you or held you back is being broken off your life, is being burnt up by the fire of God. It might be something you've had buried away for years. Right now, it is being exposed by the Holy Spirit, not in a way that would embarrass you, but in a way that you would recognize it. It would be revealed to you and it would be dealt with today once and for all. There's going to be nothing that can hold you back. You will no longer, I'm speaking to you, I'm speaking to someone out there, even a group of people. You've been your own worst enemy. You will no longer be your own worst enemy in Jesus' name. You will find Jesus and God and the Holy Spirit are with you and for you. And that God is not against you. That God loves you. He loves you so much. So receive it today. Lord, let your fire fall. Let your fire fall today, Lord God. To burn up the things in the heart of people. It will be no more. It is burned up right now. In the name of Jesus. Burn it up. Burn it up. That's it. That's it. Burn it up. Burn it up in Jesus' name. It's destroyed. It will be no more. It will be no more. Sickness and disease broken off your body. It will be no more. Everything that stood in the way, it is removed.
God in Jesus' name. No more limiting factors in your life. God is a God of the limitless. Hallelujah. And you shall be limitless. Go in this day forward. Amen. Hallelujah. Look, I am setting people free right now of addictions. In Jesus' name. If you have an addiction, look, not just a drug or alcohol or pharmaceutical or other medications, but even an addiction, whatever it may be, to TV, to Hollywood, to fame, to fortune, whatever. People thrive off of these things. I break that off your life now in Jesus' name. You're coming into a clear perspective. Things that have people that have been clouding, clouding people's vision, clouding people's thoughts, clouding people, even a religious spirit that's come on people. I lose you from it now in Jesus' name. I set you free. You will have a clear perspective according to God's plan and purpose in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Amen. Do you believe it? Do you receive it? Who has family members and loved ones and that applies to them? Amen. They're going to be set free. Look, I have friends, loved ones that they're going to be set free. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But but one of the things too, before we get into some other things, is first things first here. Amen. Here, I want to talk to you. If you fit into one of these categories, I want to pray with and for you this morning. Amen. And God's going to do a work in your heart, and it's going to be the best day of your life. But if you've never asked Jesus to be your Lord and Savior, today is this day of salvation. Don't hesitate. Don't put it off. You're not guaranteed another moment. If you were to breathe out your last breath, this very second, where would you spend eternity? Would you go to heaven or would you go to hell? If you have uncertainty, if you don't know, if you've never asked Jesus to be your Lord and Savior, today is the day to come to Jesus. Surrender everything. And as you give your life to Him, He is going to change your life. He is radically going to get you out of the situation. Will it be easy? No. We read the very first scripture. But there'll be tribulation. One of them actually not the second scripture we read today in John 16. That there'll be tribulation. It will be difficult. But God has overcome the world. You see, it's only difficult when we resist God. So don't resist Him today. Turn to Jesus. He is the way, the answer, the truth. And today as you come to Him and surrender your life, you will be saved and heaven will be your home. But secondly, people, many, it says that have departed from the faith, that you would come back to Jesus. You would come back to the faith. That you would surrender your life. Maybe in days past, you gave your heart to Jesus, but some way, somehow, something came in and rocked your world, and you departed from the faith. You backslid. You got out of the things of God. You know you're not in the will of God. I want to pray with and for you. Maybe something came in. Divorce, loss of a loved one. Maybe something rocked your world that was a friendship that went bad. Loss of a job, so many things. Outwardly, inwardly. Maybe you have bitterness and pride and jealousy and lust and unforgiveness in your heart. Those things will keep you from God. God says, you must forgive so I can forgive. Amen? So today, if you would just surrender everything and anything that's hindered you and held you back and caused you to walk away 
but you would repent and come to Jesus. You fall in love with Jesus all over again. Remember, my friend, that day, many here that are sitting here, when you gave your hearts to Jesus, remember that day? It was the best day of your life. It's going to be like that all over again. And you will fulfill God's plan for your life. And then thirdly, if you are just been, you've been struggling. There's been lies from the devil. You're not saved. You're not born again. You're not going to heaven. Those lies will be broken off your life. So today, if you fit into one of those categories, I want to pray with you for you. So right now, without hesitation, pray this prayer out loud. But it's not just lip service. It's heart service as well. And so believe it in your heart. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, Dear Lord Jesus, Dear Lord Jesus. Come into my heart. Forgive me of my sin. I repent. I turn from my evil ways. And I follow you, Lord Jesus. I believe Jesus came in the flesh. He died on the cross. He rose from the dead by the power of God. Yeah. 
What is this for? Why do I need this? Well, you need this to endure it to the end. You need this so that you can fulfill the call of God on your life. You need this so you can pray and build yourself up in the Spirit. You need this so you can pray. It says when you pray in the Holy Ghost, when you pray in tongues, you are praying the perfect will of God. If you want to pray God's perfect will, you need this. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Wonderful, Jesus. 
Hallelujah. Do what God tells you to do. Be obedient. We actually don't want your money. We want you blessed. We simply have a mechanism. This is an instrument. And this instrument has power in it. Why? Say, what do you mean instrument? Yeah. Seed is an instrument that God has put into your hands. It says God gives seed to the sower. And this instrument, there's power in that seed to multiply. Amen? So we are simple simply doing what God told us to do. Amen? So don't feel forced to do it. You should want to do it. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. So do it according to what God tells you. So I don't come on here and say, for your thousand dollar gift today, God is going to blah, blah, blah. No. No. I have no idea. Of your one million dollar gift today. Because God has to you. You know what God has given you. You know what God provides for you. You know what God... Amen. You see what I'm saying? Yes. So I just don't like that out. For your gift of 1,000, you're going to have a thousand generation blessing. Give me a Bible verse for that. My goodness. Don't even get started. Anyway. Does that mean? Amen. <laughs> do what God tells you to do. Hallelujah. You can mail your love gift, though, you that are watching, to the River Church, P.O. Box 6375, McAllen, Texas, 78502. That's P.O. Box 6375, McAllen, Texas, 78502. Or you can give online. Go to www.rivertxpertexas.com. Rivertx.com. You can also go to rivermcallen.com. It'll take you right there. Amen? Click on donate and be part. Amen? Hallelujah. So, hallelujah. Thank you, Thank you Jesus. Jesus. Wonderful Jesus. So who's ready? Yes. You ready? Hold it up. I'm going to pray over it. Thank you, Lord, that Jesus have given seed to the soul. That this is an instrument of blessing, Lord God. I just hear that. Hallelujah. Because you put something in our hand that will call the blessings to be multiplied in our lives. And I believe as people sow this in faith to honor you, and they do it willingly, lovingly, cheerfully. Lord God, not grudgingly, not all my business, I bet they want my money again, but know, Lord God, that they do it with a cheerful heart, that you see it, that it's pleasing to you, because you look at the heart, you look at the motive and intent, and we do this because we honor you and love you, we do it because we are obedient to your word, and we thank you, Lord God, for that seed is blessed. And it's blessed to multiply. And it will multiply. It won't be just like when we plant in the natural, Lord God. It says that we plant the kernel, we get an ear. We get a whole stock of ears. It will be a multiplication. But the first must die. So the seed, as we put it in the ground, it will multiply. Hallelujah. In Jesus' mighty name, by faith, point of contact, the moment we release it, it's released to you. And you will release the blessings in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Go ahead. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Is everyone out there watching? You blessed? Amen. Hallelujah. Make sure to make a comment. Say something on there. Amen. Amen. This is interactive. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now let's take communion together. Hallelujah. Go ahead and pass out the elements. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, sweetheart.